Hello and welcome to the Sportingly Average podcast, episode 16, Ashes to Ashes. And hasn't it been a while? Hasn't it been a while? Yes, it has. I'm, as as always, I'm your host, Phil, although not for at least two, well, almost two months now, we noticed. But, uh, but yeah, we're back. We're back in Juppie's living room with very a very sunny view over Canada Water. Very hot living room. How are you, Alex? I'm all right. Have you been inundated with people that missed the podcast? Ah, it's been it's been crazy. It's endless, I imagine. Yeah. The, the demand ever since its recent shout out, it's uh, oh, the demand for it's been through the roof. I was going to say, are you going to mention your fiance? Well, I was. The problem is, I've got some stats on this bit of paper, but I'm struggling to hold it up for this weighty gold ring on my left hand. But, I mean, uh, well, you just doxed yourself. Now people know that we're somewhere near Canada Water, and you've got a gold <laughs> ring yeah. worth stealing. Uh, if you want his phone number, please reach out and his address. I have it for you. Yeah. I can, yeah. yeah, no, I have. Did manage to get married in the intervening seven weeks that we've been away. Well done. And I did mention this podcast in my wedding speech. You did, yeah. With the opener. Cringe opener. Yeah. Wow, that was. No, no one else got it. It was me going, oh, no. He's brought Kate it said that was the best joke of the whole speech. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Kate yeah, but the bar was really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of witty repartee, Reese, how are you? <laughs> Good. Good. Just expecting some kind of kick in the tail now. No? New, yeah, newish haircut. Newish well, haircut. You tend to do your hair more than more for work than you do socially, which I find confusing. I have well, I've got a haircut. Oh, fair enough. Basically, it's like nothing. Week ago. All oh, right. Essentially, my hair looks good for about two weeks. Then it kind of looks passable, and then just looks terrible. I take that. But the question is, for how long can I handle that terrible hair stage before I'm like, I need to man yeah. up and brave the twenty minutes of conversation with uh with. What, what are you talking about with your hairdresser? Uh, it's my boy Jack. Yeah, I've been going there for a very long time. It's now like thirty quid. I'm like, how is it this expensive? It's disgraceful. Um, very little, actually. Very little. We just we have a bit of a chat and then just just sort of silence for a bit. It's great. I'm all about kind of making it very clear that I'm okay not talking throughout the entire haircut very early. So <laughs> hi, how are you? Yeah, good. This is what I want. Silence for AirPods in. He just, just this is what I want. I just don't touch the yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, like. Just two on the sides, don't you dare touch the top. <laughs> it can't take that long. Charge me my money and I'll leave. I know, I know it's why it's doing Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jeffy, presumably you've got something uh, in the calendar. Yeah, you, you do love a fresh trim. Do I need a head? I think I heard one a couple of weeks ago. I was going to say, this is relatively... Yeah, this right. No, I know. Considering relatively yeah, sharp. It was, it was a very long couple of weeks ago. Now, my hairdresser's terrifying. She's the Ukrainian woman. I haven't told you about that. The one you said you find oh, yeah, almost... She's... She's really attractive. Yeah. All, all there. The fact she's horrible, she yeah. kind of does stuff to you. Yeah. Anyway. Like slightly mean. Yeah. Mean, attractive woman. Yeah. It? Does weird things. But, but anyway, back to the yeah, podcast. Back to, the podcast. Back to, topic. Back yeah. to sports and stats. That's good. That's good. People catch up with our lives. Yeah, it's, it's important. Too. You've got married, I've had a haircut. It's all the Equally same. important Equally life important. events. Yeah. yeah. I feel people yeah. listen to this. You know, just to keep up with our life events as much, if not more, yeah. than the witty. Can you can you, can you see who's turned off at what point during the podcast? Because I'm wondering who's still here. I, I, maybe actually, yeah. there's some pretty well, interesting stats. Have one of those things where you know, in the description, you have like, oh, like yeah, like yeah, one thirty yeah. witty banter, just a <laughs> crappy chat, <laughs> four minutes in, <laughs> terrible chat. <laughs> stats, yeah, like, yeah, like, ten minutes. We just go, yeah, just yeah. That. Um, but yeah, so as this episode is entitled Ashes to Ashes, we are two-fifths of the way through this year's Ashes contest. 40%. Uh, 
That is 40%. That's a stab. And England are sadly 2 0 down. Um, but yeah, so the main stories, stats we'll be exploring are all about the cricket ashes this week. But as always, we have our stats of the week. Um, I've kind of got three that aren't quite quizzes, but I'm going to phrase them as quiz questions. Are we still tracking the, the quiz? Yeah, it's yeah. a reasonable amount to Reese to an embarrassing amount to Jack, yeah. but neither of you are doing particularly well. Okay, let's go. Um, but right, so I've got, yeah, like I said, three sort of quizzy-esque questions. One golf, one tennis, one cricket. So given it is also currently Wimbledon, I thought I'd throw in something to your Wimbledon. So it is and the golf because we love golf. golf well it's we've just had the open qualifying and it is the british open which is the only master, only major held in the uk uh, in two weekends time something like that um yeah so this is the first wimbledon since a notable quad of players will be absent from the second round so when was the last time that we haven't seen Nadal, Federer, or either Williams' sister in the second round of Wimbledon. So none of them feature in the second round this year. Venus was the only one to play this year. She got knocked out in round one. Um, I don't know if she actually finished the match. I saw she fell over and got quite hurt. Uh, she finished it. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, soldiered on. But... Um, but yeah, so sadly didn't get through to the second round. This is the first time none of the four in the second round since when when was the last time that happened it was something like this is the first time that so a quiz some, that... some famous people hadn't some big players hadn't been seen like so since it's the first time or... since the traditional top four in the men's game so murray Djokovic, nadal federer haven't been number one ranked going to the tournament since 03 which right. is the first year Federer won it, and that started the Federer dominance. So it's got to be like 90... So, it's got to be like 98, something like that. 99, yeah. Really? Well, I was, was going to say... I was going to say... I don't know, how old is Federer now? 40... 44? Well, the first time we won it was 03, so... Yeah. It must be, yeah, late, late 90s. I can't so see the early noughties. So it was 1997 yeah. was the last time none of them were in the second round. Crazy I mean, period of dominance. Ridiculous. They're so <clears throat> and obviously in the men's game, yeah, since 2003, only four men have won it and only four men have been seeded first. So this is the first time. Um, yeah, lots of records can be broken as she's Wimbledon. Uh, Djokovic can uh, extend his lead at the top of the men's. He can match Marjorie Court's 24 Grand Slams. He can match Federer's eight Wimbledons. He can match Federer's five in a row Wimbledons, which Borg also has. But will he match the number of hearts and minds? That, I think that he's. I think he's the best. But anyway, we can is he the another. best in a in a, tra- in a, in a fun <laughs> way? Does he have does he, love... does he have classy blazers? <laughs> does he does he act like a true gent? I mean, he just has questionable vaccine thoughts and practices. Yeah. Look, all I say is. Covid deniers listen to this podcast. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, nineteen ninety-seven. Um, so another kind of <laughs> long-running uh, staple of a competition. Let's say. So as I said, it is the Open Championship, which is the last of the four majors in men's golf, and it is the only one held in the UK. Um, I think next weekend, sometime in July. I can't remember the weekend exactly. 
this is um, carefully released this I don't really make sure yeah you're, well, you're, you're correct, correct. Um, but yeah so famously for the open you can one of the reasons it's called the open is anyone can try and qualify and anyone any amateur any any one of us three in theory could one day play in an open even without being a professional golf player you just have to be bloody good which one of us three do you think it would be Phil I'd say it's a combination of all our games we all, we all bring something to the table what do we each bring to the table Phil uh, undyingly positive attitude, yeah. <laughs> uh, driving distance, and anger on the golf course, which I think you need an equal measure of those three. And I'll let you attribute it to each individual. But anyway, Open Championship. So uh, this year, Sergio Garcia, the Spaniard, who has won, I'm not sure how many majors, but he has won several. Um, very, very good golfer. Uh, it's the first time since what year that he will not be playing in the Open Championship. Oh, God, this is probably like 90s as well. So I'm pretty sure he's in his, I think, I don't know if he's early, mid or late, but he's in his 40s and he's been ridiculously good forever. 1993. Oh, uh, okay, 1996. It was also 1997. Oh. It was the last time at Sergio Garcia, obviously, what, 20 five consecutive um, British Opens. Insanely impressive. Very yeah. good. Right. But Very good at golf. He is, he is one of the lived effectors though. So. Wasn't he Ryder Cup captain for a fair few years? No, he's never been Ryder Cup captain. He he's the um, winningest European in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. And he has the most wins. He's won the most points at a Ryder Cup. I don't know if he's won the most Ryder Cups. Um, yeah, because then I, I think he might share that title with one other player actually. Um, it's not... Ian Porter's never lost a singles match, which is a ridiculously good record. Well, his trousers throw people off. Exactly. The person he just loves it, isn't he? How do you choose? Who the, do you choose who they're up against? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think Would they you say they, this is one, two, three, four, five. I think they do pre. Do it, which is yeah. interesting because I'm not sure then one's if it goes well. I don't want him to play him. Yeah. Then I'm not sure how they do it. No, you can't. Maybe yeah. in the pairings you do, but in singles it's random. Um. Yeah, and then, right, so my third and final stat of the week slash quiz question. So Nathan Lyon, of the, the spinner of the Australian cricket team, famously became, I think, the first spinner to reach 100 consecutive test matches. Um, I think he's the fifth player only to play 100 consecutive tests for their nation. Can you name, or at least try to, um, name Australia's 11 for the, la the last time they played a match without Nathan Lyon. So it was the second Ashes Test at Lords from the 18th to the 21st of July 2013. How many of the 11 can you name? 2013. I was hoping this question would be can you name the 05? The 05 Ashes no. Test. <laughs> In which case. Michael Kasparovic. There's some overlap. No way. There's uh, Michael Clark, at least captain. one player overlapping. At least one player. Is Steve, Steve Waugh in that, in that team? Steve Waugh? Steve, Steve Waugh of the like no, Steve Waugh. 80s or whatever. Do you mean, do you mean Steve yeah, Irwin by chance? No, there's a... Shane, Shane Warne, the spinner. No, no, no. Uh, Michael Clark. Correct. Yes. Battered number five yeah. and captain of the team. Yeah, knew that. Now, now I will tap out. Uh, who else would have been? There, there? is one, two, Sean is, um, there are two current players. Did Smith, Smith started in 2010, but I don't think he'd been picked, so... Steve Smith, Smith was batting at six. 
There's one other player from the current team, I believe. Um, oh, it would have been, um, what's his name? Uh, Mitchell. Mitchell Stark. Mitchell Stark. Wrong. It's not. Is that a bowler? Nope. It's not. Very good batter. Arguably batsman of the. Oh, Kawaja. Yeah. Nice. Isman Kawaja yeah. playing at three. Yeah, they got dropped um, for 20 years, right? And then, opening yeah. batsman one should be very, very obvious. Oh, it's um, Aaron Finch. No, but no. good guess. Ah. But no. Justin Langer or Matthew Hayden? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ponting, is it? He's, he's no, long gone. Terrible blonde, dyed blonde hair. Never walked when he was LB. Uh, Famously. Uh, blonde hair. Uh, time up, Shane Watson. Shane Watson. Uh, Opened with Chris Rogers. Who? Four was Philip Hughes. Oh, yeah. He oh, was okay. Clark and yeah. Smith for five and six. Oh, Wiki, you might be able to get. Oh, it's in pain. Nope. No, not in pain. Adam Gilchrist? Nope. Brad Haddon. Oh, uh, right. Eight. You probably won't get this. Ashton Agar. Who? No. Nine, ten, eleven are all. Not Siddleworth. Siddleworth? Peter Siddle. Ah, that's close. I'll give you that. Nice. Okay, that. Ten, eleven. Mitchell Johnson. No. Uh, Especially Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Mitchell Stark. Mitchell anyway. Stark. Um, Mitchell, Mitchell Johnson probably someone's name. Ten, eleven were James Pattinson. Who? I think he's still around. Uh, and Ryan Harris. Oh, Ryan Harris. Okay. Yeah, that, that was the 11 in 2013, <laughs> last time Lion didn't play. So not a bad little stint he had that won't feature. He's already gone in. Yeah. Yeah. So 101 and out, it turns out. Yeah. One out. Yeah. They're my stats of the week. How many, so how many tests has he played in then? Uh, in total? Yeah. I assume it's not many more than 101. Because Smith is hit it this week at weekend, right? And he he hits hundred just now. Hit five? No, yeah. I think his next test is hundred. His next one's on. Heading yeah, is hundred. On, on oh, right, okay. But he was like fifth. No, maybe he's fourteenth back. Yeah, yeah that, but there's still it. He's a quicker, isn't he? He is. Steve, Steve Schmidt. Oh, what's his name again? Paul Gary. Nathan Lyon. That's one. Paul <laughs> Gary. They all call him Gary. Bowling Gary, don't they? Bowling Gary. Bowling Gary. That's him. The goats. Yeah, God why knows. Is no one else, I spe- why is no one made? Oh, why have so few other spinners hit hundred tests? I, yeah, I don't think another spinner it's hit hundred. It's not like it's a high. T- I don't maybe. Yeah, I think they're all. Rotation. I think they're all batters. The other four. The other four. I, I'd need that checking. But maybe I mean, it's just that batting is <clears> easier to sort of stick from season to season as well. It's yeah. More. But you, you'd never get a pace so spinning, you'd have thought. I suppose spinners as well. It depends on the surface. You're not going to take yeah. a spinner to every single game, right? 122 tests. Yeah. Oh. Let's do mine nice and quickly then. Yep. Yes, there was some yeah. It is cricket related, obviously. As uh, When was the last time? So England are 2 0 down in the Ashes, as we pointed out. And I know this because I love cricket. Yeah. It's my favourite sport. And I personally can't wait to talk about cricket for a very long time. Although I have spent a long time. Yesterday evening, not at work today, <laughs> going through like spreadsheets and doing random stuff. Um, the last time a team came from 2 0 down to win the Ashes, when was it? 1906. Yeah, I'm, has it ever happened? Because it's happened once. Right, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's going to be like 1842 or whatever. Is this, hang on, is this any team with a 2 0? Any team from 2 0 down to a win specifically, so 3 2. Could be a, the Bradman era. No, they're so never 2 down. 
<laughs> He'd have scored 400 runs in a draw, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't have gone 2 0 yeah. down. Uh, it was the Bradman era. Oh, really? Oh, 1937, crazy. called it. Um, but this is interesting that you specifically talk about Bradman. That was exactly my first thought when I saw this. I thought, hang on a second. There's no way. Is it, did he minimal... not play the first two tests? No, he did. Let's do minimal research to find out. So the first test, England win by 322 runs. Jeez. Three, five, eight, and two, five, six. In their two innings, Australia 2, 4, 3, and 58. What's Bradman doing in the 58? We'll get there. Unbelievable. Um, the second innings, England win by, sorry, second test, an innings and 22. 426 for six declared. Oz then go 80 and 324. Jesus. The third test, so there's been some quite big results. Yeah. Some quite big wins. So they're third two test, pumpings. Australia win by 365 <laughs> runs. Bit of a swing. 76 for nine declared. What? 200. We know England go 200 for nine declared. Oz get 320. Sorry, England 76 for nine declared. No, Australia, sorry, Australia open. 200 for nine declared. England 76 for nine declared. Australia then get 564. <laughs> and then England get 323. That's so they weird win by Um <clears throat> Again, we'll get there. Oh, I've better now. I think now. I think there was something to do with the weather. If you, yeah, look bat- if you look at the batting order, the Australian batting in the second innings is inverted. So they send their bowlers out to bat first. Oh, Christ. So imagine I mean, just not pitch yeah. or something's an absolute nightmare. And then they're like, just keep it, keep it. Like Bradman comes in at seven, I think. And he obviously <laughs> was like three every other time. Fourth innings, also win by 148. Uh, and the fifth innings, Australia win by an innings and 200 runs after oh, it goes 604. <laughs> the first and then England get 239 and 165 so an absolute pasting so quite the game of two halves yeah and so Bradman first innings of the first test 38 first innings of the second test duck first Jeez. innings of the second test duck second innings of the second test 82 third innings sorry third test first innings gets 13 and you're like okay well that's that's the weather effective one we think he then proceeds to go 270 26 212 and 169. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and in that fifth, get, in that final test, there were two other Centurions inside, and 80 was the fourth best score <laughs> from that Australian side. Jesus, absolutely. So that's that's the last time it happened. And it happened so there is hope. the greatest cricketer <laughs> of all time, who's averaging a full 30 runs per inning, yeah. more than any other batsman ever has over a ridiculously long period of time. Yes, yeah, there is a chance. There is a chance. So England can still win this. So yeah, so my Saturday week is actually following up on this. So I've done looked into this the re- I've done a bit of research into the results at Headingley, Trafford, and Oval. What do you think the wins to losses are for each ground? And I give you a hint. One is, is massive in ashes. In the ashes, yeah. One is massively skewed towards England. One is mostly draws, and one is ever so slightly pit towards Australia. Oh, so so what's the fourth ground? Uh, three, three grounds left, so it's Henry, Old Trafford. Old Trafford, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Oval, I've got a nasty feeling. So one's close, one's massive England, one's massive Australia. No, one's one's massive England, one's very close Australia, and one's massively draw, but Australia win that one as well. But very close. Okay, I'm going to say the ground good for England, and this is massive recency bias, but I'm going to go Headingley. The draw ground oval. No, 
Yeah, the draw around over, and then Aussies take Trafford. Jack and Reese. Uh, was it Old Trafford's quite like a ball, quite like a non bouncy pitch? Is it quite a dead wicket? And is it slightly sloped as well? Or am I missing it on the Lords? Lords has the famous the Lords slope, yeah. yeah. Um, Trafford's loads of draws, that's what I remember. Headingley, yeah, and then overall Aussies. So Headingley is eight wins England, nine wins Australia. Okay. With eight draws in there. Old Trafford is seven wins England, 16 draws and 18 Australia. And the overall, 16 wins to England, 14 draws and six loss and six losses to Australia. Okay. So we, we've got over in the bag. So we should win over the overall and then... If we get to the test. We, we'll probably draw Old Trafford and then... It's all on Headingley. Headingley is a... Yeah. Headingley miracle. Seven, Come on, Ben Stokes. Seven, ben Stokes. Mr. Stokes. Yeah. Just do do some hitting. Yeah. Do good hitting. No. Stokesy. Any stakes. I was glued to my uh Sky Go on my phone on the train and on my back from where it was absolutely Well for it's one five five. Yeah. Alas. Mesmeric. In vain though, in vain. Well, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, and you didn't quite catch that last one. Having seen it so wonderfully well for that ages, Atherton was like praising yes. eventually gonna yeah. yeah. Well, he tried to hit the boundary on the other, the longer boundary, right? And then just tops it. Because, I mean, the, the overs, when he was actually smashing it, as they sort of pointed out at the time, that was the only, the field setup was that the only ball they could bowl, and he was sort of waiting for it, and then just sort yeah. of hammered it repeatedly, and just moved everywhere out to the boundaries, and started playing it down outside, yeah. outside off. So, you have a little fish, go for it. Best save, right. best save should have done better. What <laughs> was cruising. Exactly, yeah. He was entirely out. He was entirely his fault. He just literally, yeah. his last five balls, walks out of his crease. Yeah, just because it's the end of the over, doesn't it? Although he sure brought with some great entertainment yeah. following that. Which he was very yeah. fun. So it'll be rememberable. And his really over exuberant, like, batting. Yeah. Oh, that was like, is, is that, yeah. is that okay? Just like, yeah, yeah. Part of me was like, good on you. Another part of me was like, surely you should win the mental battle and, you know.
the likelihood of us coming back and winning outright or teams that have gone 2-0 down, etc. I wanted to look basically, is Basball working? For those that don't know Basball, um, the coach of the England cricket team, Brendan, isn't it? Yeah, Brendan McClung. Um, the New Zealander, uh, very good batsman in his day, um, has is promoting this much more aggressive, free-flowing, trying to outwardly win matches rather than not lose them approach to the game. And it's been coined basball. Um, so it leads to, in theory, a lot more runs, but a lot more wickets. And there's that sort of trade-off between aggression and just trying to stave off your opponents, which against Australia, which is arguably the most formidable bowling lineup in world cricket, is a risk. Whether or not it's paid off. So I wanted to see, like, has it been, have we been unlucky or kind of, is Basbo actually working, etc. And there's one article with some really interesting points in it. So um, the most interesting thing is England have actually scored more runs than Australia with the bat for the same number of wickets lost, which means that England currently have a higher batting average. So we're better than them. So, so we, should, we are. So better. we should win, despite being 2-0 down. So our batting average is 33.1 to Australia's 32.7. Close, admittedly, but... Well, so there is one each chest play. However, England have conceded 60 more extras, 6-0, so 118 to 58, um, which means, so yes, they've scored 15 more runs, but they've sort of conceded six more extras. That explains the 45-run difference across the two tests. So lost by 43 at Lords, and then Australia won by two uh, at Edgebaston with Pat Cummins. What's an extra? An extra obviously, obviously for, the for the uninitiated is effectively any run that you score not off your bat. So if a bowl of bowls are wide or a no ball, or it hits your leg pad and goes for runs, but it wasn't leg before wicket, they are all called extras. So they don't get attributed to a particular batsman or batswoman in the current women's ashes who are playing tonight, actually. Um, it goes just towards extras. So it does penalise the bowler, it doesn't, and it goes towards the team's overall total, but they don't get attributed to a single batter's score. So if I were batting and I was on 99 and it hits my leg pad and goes for four, I wouldn't then be on 103. I'd still be on 99. Um, but it does go towards my team's total. And they're sort of, they're not viewed as unforgivable, but they're bad. Like, no balls are unforgivable. Wides are pretty unforgivable, which is if you bowl illegally, effectively. Leg buys happen. Mm-hmm. You can flick a leg pad and go, that's fine. But too many is an indication that you're fielding very badly or you're bowl- bowling very badly. And England have way more. Is there a start that tracks the number of extras you have against, like no balls and wides you have against you? Because it strikes me that if you're like a, a fairly talented batsman, or as individually, batsman, or batsman, yeah, I'm because sure there is, if you're like but... a really good batter, people are more likely to try and go all out to. Yeah, yeah. So wides are almost encouraged, well, to push the boundary on a lot of wides because you kind of want them to nick it, swing it, yeah, and then especially just down the leg side. But and it is, it is fine margins. These guys are bowling at yeah. 150 kilometers an hour. You're not going to get it right every time. It's just 118 to 58 is a huge margin. Yeah. In fact, never after two Ashes tests has the difference been bigger between extras. Really? So it's currently 60. It's never been that high after two Ashes tests. 
So England have bowled 41 no-balls to Australia's 15. And the no-balls are fully unforgivable. They're mm. shocking. Yeah. And given that both tests were so close, uh, having 26 runs just on no-balls is unforgivable. And then buys is 31 to 9, which is less like yeah. horrendous, but it's still the difference is shocking. Um, and she had never has been it been that big of a difference. Um, but going back to sort of Basborn, is it working? So England are the 274th team to go 2-0 down after two tests in a series. Mm -hmm. Not just Ashes, everything. Anything. All okay. test-playing nations in the history of cricket, 274 times has a team lost the opening two. Um, this is the first time ever that there's been a higher batting average by the team going 2-0 down. So that's when you think, mm. okay, is that just a freak coincidence then? Are we going to start winning tests? That's why it's sort of, it's bad, it sucks to be lost, but never has a team batted better and lost. Yeah. Um, and and apparently, like, I, I don't have the numbers here, but it's it's only been, like, out of those 273 other occasions, it's barely even been close a couple of times. The rest is not even anywhere near close to mm. average across both tests. Um, and so... Only four teams in those 273 that have been 2-0 down have a higher batting average than England's 33.1. So there's only, yeah, only four times. Yeah. We, you've, it's the first time ever that the losing team's been higher than the winning team, and it's the fourth highest batting losing average, average yeah. that a batting, a, a batting average a losing team has had, which again shows that... Um, and then the third point is... No team has ever scored faster at more, more runs per over and lost the first two tests than England has. So we've got the fourth highest average for the losing teams. Yeah. We've got a higher test, we've got a higher batting average and at a higher rate. So we're scoring more runs quicker than any team has in history to lose the opening two tests. So yeah. it kind of makes me hopeful. Yeah. But equally, is this just what basketball's all about? We are just going to lose really flamboyantly. That's what I can't. <clears> that's what. That's what we yet to find out. But on well, the flip side, you well, can lose very, very easily in normal Test cricket. You're all about for for like sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah. May as well have a go. You could probably yeah. pump your team full of like batsmen and get a really high batting average. But if you can't bowl them out, obviously it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Make a difference. But I think it's it's one of those stats like <clears throat> expected goals that's almost more useful over a longer period of time than isolation. Yeah. yeah. In the game, right? Yeah. It's a sum size of one. It's all very well saying. Oh look, this this striker. He missed scores. that one penalty. Yeah, oh. he scored four goals off one X, one xg. Uh, but so he must be the best player in the world. But actually, if you look over a longer period of time, you'd expect it to revert to yeah. the mean, and that's how you know. That's that's useful for like running the football club, but it's not necessarily useful for explaining what happened in the game. There's a stat in the NFL called Pythagorean win expectation, which basically does something vaguely similar. Shut up, Jack. Jump's <laughs> in a little you carry on. knowing you carry smile. On. Basically, they figure out the. They, took, they look at each team each season, they see the wins losses that they get because it's only its binary win, win loss apart from the draw. So those are rare. <laughs> so they take the um, they take your win loss records. So a team might go 11 and 6 now in the new season, but they might look at their points differentials in the game. If they're winning lots of narrow games, they might go, well, actually, hang on a second. Over a lot of time, doing that. we'd expect you to actually be like, a, you could be like a 13 and 14, but with the point differential of a 9 and 18. 
So you might then look at that and go, right, reversion's for me next season. Yeah. They're not going to be that good. If in one season you win every game by yeah. two points, you're probably, and go 16 and 0 or yeah. whatever it is now, likely it is. You're coming back yeah. again. Whereas if you yeah. won every game by 25 points, yeah. you've got a better chance of so, a similar season. Right. So this is a two game stretch yeah. in the grand scheme of things. When we've done pretty well against Pakistan and yep. New Zealand, there was that corker of a game. So interestingly, yeah. Pakistan that we beat, they were one of the four teams. That had a better batting average than our current 33.1 having lost the opening two tests yeah so it was just a slog match of i'm gonna score more runs than you <laughs> yeah but i suppose with cricket you have to take this into account as i don't know what other other the wickets in certain parts of the world more conducive to run scoring yeah definitely or oh, like bowling pace fights versus bowling yeah. spin and all of this yeah um, but yeah so a few last points on this um, so England being 2-0 down is sadly familiar. Um, this is the 11th Ashes series since 1989. So 11 of 19 in which England have gone 2-0 down, which is quite depressing. That's shocking. Given that you draw a non-zero number of Ashes tests, to go 2-0 down in over half is, is pretty depressing. Mm. Um, England, how many times since the Second World War have England led 2-0? After two tests. Ha. Uh, one. Zero. Twice. You idiot. You're so, miles away. 1978 and 2013. I mean, that's and a shockingly low number anyway. 2013. Do you know, I actually remember the Australian team we played well. <laughs> and only once since 1890 have we led 2-0 at home after two. Yeah, so what's everyone complaining about? This is absolutely yeah, this is, the course. Yeah, exactly. What were you expecting? This is normal. Oh, we yeah. come in and win. Yeah. Last point of baseball, maybe it is working and we're just getting unlucky. So we're batting really well. Um, extras have been costing us. So bowling no balls, batting is not the problem, which is kind of the main philosophy point behind this new baseball style of cricket. Um, but there is something called runs added after reprieve. Yeah. Which is a fantastic stat. And it essentially means how many runs did a batsman score after they should have been out? So either a non-like freak catch chance, like a genuine drop catch, right, drop a misstumping, and wicket that was a no ball, or a non-referred wicket. I don't think I want to know any stats the from this series about this. Um, so just to intro the point, <clears throat> there have been... Ignoring, again, borderline impossible catch attempts, England have missed 14 makeable to good opportunities to England seven. Australia seven, sorry. Australia seven. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's seven more wickets we should have had. Across what? You've got to get 10 in innings. Across yeah. 40, missing seven is pretty bad. An average of, yeah. Um, so that includes, yeah, wickets off nobles, catch you should have caught, et cetera. But... There's one batsman that really stands out across both teams. It's got to be Khawaja. Yeah. Khawaja, across his four innings, has scored 300 runs. Mm -hmm. I believe it may be plus minus a couple, but say 300 runs. How many of those are runs added after reprieve? So how many of his 300 were scored? after he pretty much should have gotten out. I, just, I don't want to know the answer. I, I can give you his four inning scores if that help. 
Oh man, absolutely got them right here. You'd be pleased to know. It's like 140, 65, 77, and 19. Well, he caught, was he dropped at 16 in one of his innings? I don't know if he has the big one or more. 141, 65, 17. Yeah. And 77 in one. Yeah, so how many runs do you think he scored out of those 300? after England should have got him out. 230. Because that, that, that one for one was massive. I think he was dropped twice in that. Yeah, I'm going to 230 as well. Go on, pick up. <laughs> Where is it? So it's 163. So 163 <laughs> of his 300 runs, basically he should never have gotten. It was yeah. like, a noble wicket, a drop catch. So, and again, given that Australia have won by 45 runs combined across the two tests, those 163 runs are obviously ginormous in terms of the impact they had in the game. So he was, for his 140, he was only 120, he should have been out on. Yeah. Like real chance. Okay. His 65 was five. Was it five? Um, His like not 17 or whatever it was, doesn't really matter. And then his 77 again was in like the low teens, low yeah, mid teens. Yeah. So he's, there were two innings <clears throat> where he scored well over 50 more than he should have. That is just maybe sad. Yeah. So, I mean, great stat, don't be wrong, but that's, it was just so depressing to hear. Yeah. Extras followed by, followed by that. Yeah. So it, 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 all those to me lend some positiveness and hope. Yeah, the extras did. That, that the extras bit, can like, that last bit not. The batting is a statistical freak yeah. that we've not been winning. The extras should revert and change because we're not going to keep bowling no balls. But you definitely can keep dropping catches. Oh, do you have the same number of drop runs for Australia? Uh, no, I do not have the R A A R for Australia. Sadly, so. runs added after reprieve. That's a heck of a stat. In the article, mm-hmm. when he, he introduced that, and he's like, I now encourage all of you to try and work R-A-A-R, runs added after reprieve, reprieve into a regular sentence this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy. Challenge accepted. Tom Eden's mate, apparently. Yeah. We'll get him on. We'll, we'll get, get him on. on. We'll get I think him on. We'll be trying really hard to... Totally impressed yeah. by our... I've only called him God twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Andy. Yeah, that's my... So, for me... It's slightly more of a positive than negative. Basball, yes, I think it is working. Okay, so are we going to win the next three tests? No, no way. No? I think it will finish. It'll finish 3-1. There'll be a winner, draw, and a loss left. We'll we'll win. um, There'll be, one's going to be rained off. It has to be. It's England. Um, And then we'll win one, lose one. We'll win the oval. And then? I think we'll win one really convincingly. Yeah. And then one will get absolutely slaughtered. You reckon? Yeah, I think one, it'll, everything will go wrong. One, everything will go right. And then one will just be rained off. We've seen, um, we've dropped Jimmy for the. Yeah, he's got the next one. As yet, he's not been great. Brought in Wood and. Chris Wokes. Wokes. Oh, and Moe and Ali as well. Yeah, that was in pace wise. Yeah. Brought those two in. And then Pope got injured. Um, I didn't even pictures, but suiting him. Wood will be good. So far. <clears throat> yeah, Wood is a good 94 MPH. Yeah, and he gets injured we so easily. But that's why he missed the first two. He was, he was around, though. He, was he had niggles. Yeah. That's why he wasn't playing. Oh, when you're, when you're a fast pole. You just need someone yeah, to scare the, people right. and just... Well, look at John, he wouldn't let John pa- Archer, right? Yeah, he wouldn't have let Pat He's come in for well. 40 or whatever in the last in the first attempts. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that that was after Stokes went out, watching our tail end. Yeah, just, just struggle. In balance, yeah. It's like, yeah. hang on, why can we do this to them? Yeah. They looked like they were playing with their dinner, didn't it? Yeah. And bowling bounces at the 10th batter. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Fair enough. <clears throat> yeah. Jeffy? Oh, right. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Ashes stats. Um, so first off, did you know there's another sports uh, sporting rivalry with the same name as the Ashes? Oh, the Ashes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's the other sport uh, called? The Ashes. Uh, the other, the other Ashes. Yeah. What's the other Ashes? Um. There's a there's a couple of good guesses here you could have. You'd be close to it. The Ashes, Bernie something, something wooden that's burnable. I think Croquet, it's probably. the annual jousting <clears throat> tournament between. Devon and Exeter's top crematoriums. So to be to be clear, it's still between Australia and England. Oh right. Yeah. Oh right. Or, uh, and or GB. Oh what else we do? Oh is, is it like there was a thing on lifeguarding? Stay on BBC Okay, legitimate that. sport, not <laughs> that is apparently that is actual sport. I'll take you know. Reese has been watching Baywatch reruns for ten points, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was there was a thing about the national like lifeguard championships on BBC Sports. That's, that's oh, Baywatch. Yes, they... Was it Pam Randerson and judge. No, yeah, she's afraid they had to swim for quite a while and they had to dive to the bottom of the sea and yeah. have a mannequin. And, they and the rock kept, kept showing yeah. up. Yeah. Zach Heffron as look, well. Look, you laugh, you laugh at the, the, <laughs> the importance of lifeguarding, but they're out there um, doing good work getting better. Australia and England. Um, polo. No. Uh, surfing. Sixth, seventh most popular sport in the UK, maybe? Basketball? No. Not football, not tennis, not rugby, not cricket. Golf? No. Uh, Lacrosse? No. Do you want me to Netball? No. Bowls? No. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah I'll give up. Rugby league? Oh, crikey. Yeah. yeah. That's seven or eight in the top. Yeah, I but that's seven yeah. or eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so you pro- and you're probably wondering, how do we do? We must get binned. I'll show you're so good at rugby league. Uh, it's actually really close. It, Stopped running in in two thousand and three, unfortunately. Um, but it's currently it's twenty wins to Australia to GB's nineteen. Oh crikey! Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, stopped in two thousand three for some reason. And they were supposed to carry on um, in two thousand, but stopped uh, two thousand twenty. But COVID got the way. So. They do play an awful lot of rugby league already. Oh yeah, well it's basically Aussie rules, but slightly less. Slightly healthy. less. Yeah. Mean- Minimal. I watched the Aussie rules at the weekend. It's carnage. It's Amazing game. Oh, so, yeah. so good. That's all I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Please continue. Cheers, Reese. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Ashes that day. Steve. Stephen Smith. Oh, Smudge. You embarrassing. I love him. watching him play. He's so strange. Um, I just like talking about the weird things he does. So, did you know he goes to bed with his bat? Weird. Three. Did you see the? I don't know if you're about to talk about this. The video. About the, the six bats. Yes, I'm going to talk about this as yeah, well. Um, that's mental, isn't it? Uh, he also said about two weeks ago he lies down in bed and thinks about Stuart Broad running into ball. Okay. Yeah, probably next to his point. Whatever gets you going. Yep. <laughs> um, back in a couple of years ago, he said he hit, hit he hit a had a great innings in the centre or whatever and tr- treated himself uh, to I know a square of dairy. Yeah, milk. he gets dairy yeah. milk every time he gets a century. But not like a whole bar. I guess he eats a square. Yeah, just a square. Unbelievable. It's like me. He's not as if he's like some gym freak shredded man. No, no, no like he, he definitely should... eats more than a square of dairy milk. Oh, but you know he does also get a lot of centuries. Exactly. I can I can picture him just being like, oh no, chocolate's a distraction. I should be holding my back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, so the bat thing, right? So, Reese, I don't know if you've seen this video, but you should watch I have it. Not seen this video. Basically, it's ridiculous. He, um, he's got a selection of 10 bats that he uses um, for different reasons. One's for the nets, which takes a battering. One's like the big barish, one's using ashes, and then one's a, he's got a couple of new ones. And he's labeled which, which the, uh, he's labeled by number what the bats are. Um, so, and he picks them up whilst blindfolded and can tell you which exact bats it is based on the number. So, if I'm going, hmm, this one's got a thinner handle. It's not so heavy. This one's number 22. It's like, you've got six yeah. right in a row. Yes, every single one of his it's, bats. Yeah. Blindfolded. And they're, they're all just 10 cricket bats. Literally. Just they're all basically the same. And yeah. he, I mean, blindfolded picks up, is like, yeah, yeah, this is that. He's a professional cricket. No, but come on. He's that's, a professional that's ridiculous. These are, these are 10 identical bats, by the way. They just just come from the factory. And he just picks those, yep. One will be like one, half yeah. an inch longer handle or a tiny bit toeier in the yeah. way. He doesn't he doesn't knock it. He just literally just picks it up, plays it, has a shot, yeah, like, cool. hits his foot, and that's it. That's, that's right. And he knows. It's insane. And just sit around the back. It is yeah. incredible. And there's another clip of him doing it in the hotel room, picking his bat for like, I think he's only got 10 new ones, so he's got his, got his towel over his head, and he's just like swinging them and being like, I'm going to choose this one to play this one today. He's just so in the zone. Yeah. Lo- loves his cricket, and yeah. He's a weird bloke. Properly weird. Definitely you wouldn't have, want to go for a pint with him, though. You have to be properly weird, though, to get to a good level. Yeah, surely. I think, uh, which is why, which is why I'm not. Yeah. That's why I've, I've admired mediocrity. So I quite like the. You have to surely have the, a certain set of like single-minded like focus to put yes, it above. Like, yeah. To put in ten thousand hours at any one activity. Necessarily yeah. in other things, it has to be like the most important thing in your life. Growing up. Yeah. Maybe at some point you can come. You know, you're there. There must be a phase. Well, unless you're. Well, there's very few people that get to the top without having that single-minded yeah. drivenness. Ronnie. Yeah. Just, no, well, no Ronnie was Ronnie was a frequent as a teenager. Yeah, he played twelve hours a day every day. Yeah, he just can't be asked now. But he's still there. There's a reason he was playing at the World Championship when he was seventeen or whatever. It wasn't it wasn't blind luck. Yeah, he used to play like I think it was more. I think it was like forty. He would say like it's like outside of school, like during his, like weekends it'd be fourteen hours a day, and then school would be like three hours before, five hours like stupid hours yeah, on yeah every single day. That's exactly like this. Yeah. I play that much. And I was like, I oh, don't do much now. It's sort of two or three hours on the practice table. <laughs> still, uh, still winning championships. Three hours of snooker yeah. every day is <laughs> taking it easy. Yeah. Fair. Um, the other person that comes to mind is uh, John Daly. Yeah. 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 Even Tiger Woods commented on how much uh, talent he had, right? Yeah, mm. there's a really famous story where they were at a tournament uh, and they play on day one and that decides your playing partner with day two because whoever gets similar scores plays in the same group the following day and John Daly shoots like a not great score and he's in the parking lot with two of his buddies and they're like drinking whiskey from the bottle at like outside his <laughs> RV and Tiger walks past and he's like oh Tiger do you want to join us he's like oh no John I'm gonna go gonna go get some balls and like about, like two hours later Tiger comes back from the driving range he's like oh Tiger, come on, you can join us. And this, and he's been drinking whiskey the whole time. He's like, no, I'm gonna go go for a run, like go to the gym. Come, goes to the gym, comes back another two hours later. It's like, oh, and, and he's been drinking whiskey the whole time. So he's <laughs> binned at this point. It's like, Tiger, come on, like, like, come on, we're playing, we're together tomorrow. Let's go play. Um, and Tiger's are. John, if I had as much talent as you, I wouldn't practice either. And he went and shot like 65 the next day. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> on like six. a bottle of whiskey. Beaten by six shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's what you're saying. Is I need to drink get, more whiskey. Just start drinking whiskey. Yeah. Grow a grow a proper massive beard. Get some more funky trousers. Thursday Jaeger. These are three things which I should not be doing. <laughs> Especially the Jaeger. Jaeger Thursday, man. Don't buy me Jaeger. If you're out there, if you're listening, don't buy me a Jaeger. I don't want it. Some might say it's one of your weaknesses. No. No, one of my strengths of anything, in fact, I can keep doing it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But um, in terms of, yeah, he is. John Day might be one that jumps to mind, but they're all, yeah, they're all yeah. weird elite athletes in, the, in their own way. Tell you what's weird is seeing him on Crick Info described as Stephen Smith. Yeah, Stephen. Like, weird, what? isn't it? Stephen? Stephen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's, he's one of the two, the three Steve Smiths that I'm aware of. The other two are NFL wide receivers who were like, one was six foot and incredibly angry. Um, called, called himself Steve, Steve Smith Senior, had it on the back of his shirt towards the end because he was getting old. I was like, I need it. I need to put the motivation <laughs> on the back of my shirt. Smith Senior. Uh, is that true? Is that yeah, yeah, generally. You have a son called Steve Smith. Steve Smith no, um, well, There's just a younger yeah. Steve Smith in the league. There was. He was the first round receiver to the Giants called Steve Smith. He was like six foot. Uh, yeah, he just, oh, he, Steve Smith played the Carolina Panthers. Wide receiver, probably Hall of Fame at some point. Un- unbelievable player. Smith Senior. That's wild. He thought that would motivate himself. But yeah. Senior yeah. Back. Stephen Smith wants to hit 100 tests. He is stupidly good. Yeah. He did cheat that one time, though, didn't he? He did cheat that he one time. And then cried on national television. Did you see that? My um, entire life is being taken away from me. Girl. By me. But, yeah. uh, no, to be fair. Do you see that chance at Headingley? Yes. Is it the Roses stand? Oh, There's one stand that's known as, I'm not Headingley, Edgebaston, sorry. I think it might be the Roses stand. It's one of the stands at Edgebaston is known as being one of the rowdy stands. <laughs> and he was filled in there. Yeah, we go with and they all just start chanting, we've seen you cry on the telly. Cry <laughs> on the telly. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, expressing your emotions in a healthy way is uh, yeah. it's reasonable to do, people. Exactly. And don't not do it because you might get lampooned on a... <laughs> yeah, like don't cheat. Podcast. Don't cheat because it's wrong. Not don't cheat because you might no, get caught. You cheating is fine. Just don't get caught. Just don't get caught. Yeah, thanks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Anyway, yeah. So, a couple of bits and pieces about him. Mostly numbers, and um, I wanted to mostly talk about the weird stuff he gets up to because it's crazy. He is so weird. Um, so yeah, recently hit nine thousand test runs, second fastest in number of innings. Uh, and do you ever guess what percentage of those is against England in the Ashes? In the, oh, I don't know if you've looked at the stats, just quickly. I have, um, no, no. be like 35%. It's literally a third of the runs. Oh, God, come so from the, many. Yeah, against the Ashes. That's um, Stop being good against us. Currently sat... We're 2-0 down all the time. I know, sat number four on the list of batters in the Ashes, 3,200 runs, 12 runs by number three, so we number three pretty soon. Yeah. Lots of comparisons to Don Bradman, but... He's currently at 5,000 Ashes runs, an average of 89, so unlikely that he'll he'll get that. <laughs> Although, having said that, 2019, the big year for Steve Smith, literally like the summer after he got back from the ban, from yeah. the, the sandpaper and whatnot, has arguably... Didn't he go like five centuries on painful? Um, yeah, close. he was like cheered at the last It was a quality. joke how much... It was, like four... was that the one he got hit in the head? Yeah. yeah, literally. Okay, so right, let me go through it. So, 2019, um, best batting performance for probably ever seen. Um, total r- runs over seven innings, 774. Uh, number four all-time runs in a series chart. Uh, high score of 211, average of 110. So, Don Bradman was, was average of 89. 
Uh, and then it was most entries at three, most fours at 92, took the most catches without being a wicketkeeper at 12. Um, and mm. then he missed out on the most sixes because our boy, Benny Stokes, got that one. Benny. Um, and, and yeah, all this, to bear in mind, in the second test, he got, he got hit in the head and missed the set, second innings of the second test, the entire third test. And then came back in the fourth test to hit 211. Yeah. So sick joke, my man. Uh, and what gets even worse, apart from the cheating and how good is it cricket, is that he had an opportunity, had an opportunity to become uh, play for England because he had an English brother. Yeah. And it just burns me inside because yes. then my love for him could be legitimate. <laughs> God, him so and Roots three and four would be. No run. Him and Roots three and four would be so good. He's... And then Stokes as well, just to tidy up things. Oh, after. I mean, we'd never lose. We'd never lose again. It'd be like being Australia. I mean, mainly because they wouldn't have him. Not yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> if they just didn't have him, that would be great. They still have Labrachain. is rapidly becoming comes. Steve Smith Jr. That was actually that was the series, the innings that brought him into the team, wasn't yeah. it? Because then he hit like yeah, so he, he came like, in. Who's like, oh, this sub yes, that's replaced yeah. Smith and Steve Smith? Yeah. Gone. Oh wait, he can yeah. get Oh, it's, well. his, it's his cousin. Christ. Fun fact about Steve Smith's batting in the current Ashes Test series. So we've got, he's got one, six, six. Uh, he's got 21 fours, which is not the most. He's also got zero sixes. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't really hit me. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just, I mean, every, there's, it, who else? So Kawaja's got 23 and three. Travis Head's got 26 and one. Uh, you know, obviously Stokes is, I'm not nailing it. But yeah, he just hits, just like a technician. Gently caresses yeah, it. Yeah, the old Michael Vaughan. Just plays all these wonderful drives yeah. and never actually just never feels like he never needs to like hammer it exactly. Whereas Stokes is just like a a visceral experience, more of a brute. Stokes yeah. is as a great cricketer when the pressure's on, but when it's not on, he doesn't actually perform that well. Yeah, there was a, something I think coming into that most recent te- um, test or innings. He had a few stinkers. Whisperer, in but he's not got the century for. Like hadn't yeah. for quite a long time. Basically heading me. <laughs> then turned it around. So is that the end of your love affair with Steve Smith? No. At least for today. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's, it's done for today, but it's yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be great. Sadly, you'll be there for a while. So good at cricket. He is. So good at batting. He's excellent. I think if you were starting a World Eleven, he'd be the first name you put down. Uh, no, for me, it would be the Indian bowler, um, Bumrah. He'd be up there first, I think. He's pretty Wait, this, this, is this current year or? Right now. Assuming yeah. everyone's fit. Right, right now, for me, to play the Indians. Who's the first name on the team? Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Jofra. No, he's not uh, experienced. No way. Yeah, it probably would be Bumrah. It would be Smith for me. Just, Smith, if he's on, you're not losing again. Yeah, true. That's it. Not Joe Root. Nah. Not Stokesy. Stokesy's got a high, Definitely yeah, high ceiling, but also a very low floor. I feel like yeah, Steve yeah, Smith yeah. is like generally a pretty safe 40 to 60. Yeah. Smith is That's either out, out for 15 thing, right? or he gets a century. This, yeah. is the, this is the worry, though. We're out batting the Aussies. Uh, Steve Smith isn't scoring. Steve Smith has scored, what, uh, averaged 40. Labashane's on the square root of not Labashane's averaged about 80. He's got 90. And Travis Heads is on 150. Yeah, and four. Yeah. yeah, and we still haven't won. So yeah, they're, they're, they're coming for us. They, they, there'd be a time when two of them or three get like ten gets up. Yes, and then we lose by a lot. Then we're in trouble. But also, we might have checks notes. 
Johnny Bairstone might stay in this Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Brook. Harry Brook was having some really good. Oh, he got scores. really. He learned how to leave a ball. Yeah. yeah. Before the, was that a, was he always like? I just remember watching the. I was just looking at the BBC Sport commentary page, and it was like, hold the back page, Harry Brook's left one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that the spell of laws where everyone was just bowling bounces? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the Saturday? Just painfully boring. Everyone just bowling bounces yeah, every yeah. ball. He had like a really good. Yeah. He's in like Pakistan. I mean, he ain't started playing in. He's super he's very new. Yeah, actually, I'd say he's been quite good. Um, uh, the other opener, Duckett. Duckett, yeah, I've been very impressed with him. Deserves a century. He, not him. Let's just say this. Harry Brook, where do you go on? Because I remember, because I've not, I've not heard of him because I hate cricket. <laughs> uh, then so oh, let's see. So he's done all right. In New Zealand, second test, he got 186. In the first test, he's got a ridiculous first high test, test first innings, he got 89. Pakistan, third test, first innings, he got 111. Second innings, the second test, 108, 153. Yeah, he's 87. Got... Look through his like, yeah, in this it is crazy pre this. He's doing really well. He's, like, he's top 10 in test match for the moment. Who was is it? One, two, three was going to be, um, was meant to be, it was coming to the season. Rue Lavishen Smith. Because oh, Root overtook both of them. Because they Lavishin and Smith were one and two, Root was three, and then Root jumped them to one uh, after the first test. Yeah. And then so where where's my boy? And then they had like eight of the top the thing is six of the top ten bowlers. Yeah. In this in the ashes. It was the ashes did represent a good chunk of top ten batsmen and bowlers. Travis Head was at four. What was it? Maybe this is seven. Seven. I assume that's that must yeah, be that, current. That, that's updated. It won't be more than Roots down to uh, they're up to three. Anyway, there we are. Yeah, they're quite good. They're quite good at batting the old Australians. Congrats, lads. Uh, right, brings us to Bruce, me. Your seventeen-page document is going to be a ten-minute joke thing. on cricket, isn't it? Just a big old. <laughs> no, I genuinely batting run rate is so slow. Why do you watch it? <laughs> no, genuinely, I went just up sort of really throwing myself into it. And it, it, you know what? Are you obsessed now? It's a, no, not enough to give a toss. That's I think for me, it's just like, just like the ashes explicitly. Oh yeah, you know, same. I mean, no, Generic test tricky. Oh yeah, I don't care about, you know, I've looked at yeah. some stuff that, like, about, um, about New Zealand and Pakistan, just have a quick comparison to how we're doing now, this is where back then. I don't know, I feel like Phil comes into these with like a well sort of thought out, well laid out plan where you're like, here are the points we're going to talk through in a logical order, and I'm going to try and tell a story and paint a picture with these sorts of things and think of conclusions. You come in with a thousand numbers. So I'm like, this is what I did. This just, is the things how I've many done. pages of paper do you have? Well, this did is you not even double sided. No, right? I didn't because I appreciate oh, the environment. Just don't like the environment. This did you print them all? This, this, yes, no, this is just Wikipedia <laughs> printed out. <laughs> <own. laughs> it's my own personal printer and my own personal paper. Uh, no, this is just the everyone's. Uh, I looked at the, everyone who's like an actual proper batsman, and then just what in, in the Ashes first and second test. So if you were like had an Ollie, Ollie Pope back, but we've got you. There's three computers in this room. Yeah, no, but I just don't have it. And you've got yeah, you know, Crick Info exists, mate. There's a computer in your laptop. I do know, but I can't use it because it, the the, pick, the numbers make me dizzy. Anyway, uh, so I was I basically sort of similar to you. I was like Basball, exciting new philosophy phenomenon. What's going on? Let's stick around. Is it any good? Is it fun? Who cares? Um, and so I looked at loads of really random sort of bits and pieces. So 
I was like, do people stick around for a long time? Basketball, if the idea is you can't go big, then get out, but you're trying to almost shorten the game. It's not that they're trying to go the full five days. There's no chance of a draw. I looked at how many, I had a quick look at how many bowlers, how many batters from either side faced minimum of 30 balls. Because, yeah, they, are they, are they, are a good you, stint. Yeah. Uh, so Australia, yeah. Over, it's around, uh, I think, 17. 17 of them have faced 30 balls. Out. Is that 17 out of 40 equivalent? Yeah. It, it's, but it's not quite out of 40 because... Or 44. Yeah. But assuming non-declares and all that. So I think 40, 17 of 42. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they didn't use their last two wickets on the second yeah. innings at Edgebaston. I think that's it. So that is roughly, what, 40, 40%. And England, the equivalent is 21. So they have more batsmen staying in. Yeah, so ironically, more of our batsmen are staying in for longer, even though we're trying to hit out quicker. Reno, do this percentage again. I think it's so Australia is 17 of 42, Two. and we are 21 of I've got 40. Oh, not 21 percent, sorry. No, no, 21. 21 outright. Oh, yeah. so yeah, so we have more people staying in longer. Yeah, right. Then I was like, uh, let's have a look at strike rate. Utah banks are quite a lot here. England's first test is strike rate for the listener yeah. is the number of runs you would score if you faced 100 balls yeah. at your current rate of scoring. Exactly. So, so if you scored a four every ball, your strike rate would be 400. If you scored a run every two balls you faced, let's say you faced 20 balls, scored 10 runs, your strike yeah. rate is 50. Exactly. So, yeah, it's basically the percentage of, yeah. Yeah. How, how effectively are you using each yeah. run to score? Right. So, sort of about 40. To fuck two to forty to thirty-five to forty-five is probably I think test average. Yeah. Uh, the first test, England was seventy-one point five. Australia forty-nine. Rate. So that's still punchy for like a decent race. Not so three three and over. Yeah. Second test, Australia dropped slightly to forty-seven point six. They've been very consistent, and we were way down to fifty-six point nine. So our batting performance is way better in the first. But so overall average straight rate of 62 is significantly above where you might expect a test team to be. So yeah, definitely. That's what is working. Um, but to us in New Zealand, England's strike rate was 71.2 and New Zealand's was 41. Still so, both really well. I, definitely reasonable from England. Yeah. England and Pakistan strike rate. They'll both be massive though. 78.8. I've got Pakistan's been 46.2. Okay, I know they scored a lot, maybe. They scored a quickly, lot, yeah. they faced a lot of balls. So as you can see, you know, it's it, the first test was more in line with where we might expect England to be scoring. As yeah. I think a, a fairly significant proportion of that slowdown comes because they spent more time with Taylanders and Stokes had that quite sort of sensible, calm yeah. period mm. before he unleashed the storm. So basically the way we're playing, we have to have three batsmen face 100 balls probably. Yeah, because exactly. we're our strike rate is penny good enough, but yeah, but it's if if you hit out and then yeah, you don't manage no to good, yeah. Thing. But the ultimate bounce baller and possibly my new favorite test batsman, and then just batsman in general, the ultimate bat baller, it's it's actually Travis Head. Yeah. Are you supporting yeah. the Aussies or what's going no, on? No, but I just support Travis Head. Just, yeah. yeah, just like his game. So he's he's got 156 runs. So he's not been doing brilliantly. I was going to say, that's half of Quadra. 150, 150 runs. He goes in at From 176 points. balls, so a strike rate of 85. Kawaja, I think, is he's on sort of 
so, uh, so it's like half of his strike rate, probably just sort of mid mid upper thirties. I've got thirty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So Travis Head, he's the, the highest strike rate in the entire series thus far at eighty five. Um, who else is nearby? Harry Brook is near at one hundred thirty two from one hundred sixty balls. Not bad. Uh, and then a bit of a bit of a gap to the next. Who's a third? Is Zach Crawley, seventy-eight strike rate. Yeah, one hundred nineteen from one hundred. That's incredibly non-Zach Crawley. He's the kind of guy you expect to get yeah, sixty off four hundred days. Yeah, I think we'll drastically go to just go to this. Oh, Reece, sure. where does um where does Travis have bat at? It's five or six. Is it five or six? It's him or Carey that are five or six coming. Zach Crawley was 48 from 48 in the uh, so first, uh, basically, yeah, Crawley's all from the first test. Didn't he hit the very 61 first 61 of 73. For four, yeah. For four, yeah. yeah. 61 of 73 in the first innings, and then he was 48 from 48. Okay. Uh, he has been, but then, I mean, this will tell you about how hard he's trying to hit the ball. He's been caught by Carey three times. Good. And he's been stopped by Carey once. Brilliant. So a lot of nicks. Yeah. Yeah. And Swinging away down the wicket. Yeah, so it's very under Zach Anyway, Travis Head, 85 strike rate, the highest in the uh, highest of everyone. He's also on six, not point six five runs per minute. He's been at the crease. Don't know why I looked at it. Thought <laughs> there might be something interesting there. I didn't know. Uh, they, I didn't know they captured that. That's quite cool. I think it's just minutes at the crease that. Um, so like Kawaja for example was like. Oh, you can oh, just figure it out. Kind of, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. was like. The third highest runs face, uh, third highest balls face in an Ashes in ever like or something. Was crazy. He's one forty. Seems to actually managed to lock off all of his innings here, which is very typical. He's one forty. They kept going mags. It was like the third highest balls face. Yeah. And like the next two highest were in like yeah the nineteen twenties and such. So I think he faced seven hundred and seventy-five balls. That's uh, so much batting to stay I've, focused I've, for. I managed to delete his final innings length of time he's out there for 187 he was on 903 minutes before that four so if you see him another three hours or something yeah he's, that's he's, crazy he's been that for a very long time he is getting his money worth he's yeah. paid his membership fee and he wants to get out there he, he's getting he reminds uh, me of, he's getting the least what least value for money for his own wages there right because he's out there for longest yeah i don't think right? the other nine of them uh at the bar popping up the bar with a <laughs> Can of Foster's. Oh, I don't know. I can see it. A tinny. I can see I like it. Weeds. I like weeds. That me? You know, you know, you like play like beach cricket. Skinner. Skinner. Beach cricket with your mates, and someone's just like in there, like refusing to hit out, and like <laughs> go six and out. We've all got someone, and they all know who they are. Dylan. That's what I. I Dylan. <laughs> I did think when you oh, were like, oh. My my favourite Ash staff. I thought we going to reel off fake stats about our friend Ash. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Given his love of cricket as well, it would have been great. Um, so yeah, he's got a big. Hot he loves the really there. unique, weird, and wonderful sport kabaddi even more than that. Really unusual sport that very unusual. It's very only unusual. played by a billion people. Um, very unusual. Uh, but so the other oh, again, in this transition to this thing here, I think we're kind of. I hope you're through. better with Excel at work, Chris. Uh, it's got all that paper, and you're still <laughs> stumbling <laughs> and mumbling over it. Basically, I don't think with Abishane, so he's got 26 balls. Wait, Abishane, Travis Head. He's got, he's got 26 balls, he's got 1-6. That means 110 of his uh, 150 have come from boundaries. So that's 73% of his runs from boundaries. That feels like a lot. 
that feels like a lot. And it is, again, it's the most in the inning. Uh, Even more Stokes? No, it's more, it, no, Stokes. Oh, can Stokes sense. had that really boring first innings. Oh, is it first innings? Oh, right. It, yeah, no, the whole thing. It's across all four. Yeah, that, yeah. That's why I said Labuschagne needs, so he's got 67%, six of his 90 runs are from boundaries. Uh, Bearstow is then third, 61%. Stokes only fifty three percent. Yeah, that's really yeah. boring innings. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's got two hundred and sixteen. He does have fifteen fours and nine sixes, and they all nice. came in the space of about twelve minutes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if it's runs per minute for like a specific sense of time. He's doing that, right. That, that'd be it. Uh, so yeah, Travis Head. So where does Travis Head sit in the in the test batting rankings at the moment? I think he's currently fifth. That Ooh. feels hot. I he's literally, I, fourth. I literally just looked at it as well. Uh, as of three days ago, he's just taken over Joe Root. Oh, Christ. Root's fifth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number one, do the top ten. Number one, Kane Williamson. The Kane Williamson. Oh, so, is he still? Still there. Oh. I mean, he's cast as well. He's rich, don't he? Uh, I don't think so. Well, he might be, but he's... He's, he's still in the rankings. He's only, up by, he's only top by one point. I'm not sure how this works out. Uh, Steve Smith second, Labu Shagne th- third, Travis Head fourth, Root fifth, Babar Azam sixth, I really like him as well. Kawaj is seventh, Daryl Mitchell eighth, who's of New Zealand, Kiwi, uh, Karen, Karen Arante, Dimuth Karen Arante, Sri Lanka. Can they can they that Sorry, Dimuth. Karen Arante, yeah. We've not yeah. prepared your name for And then uh, Panthers in at tenth. Richard Pan is disgusting. Yeah, he's good at cricket yeah. as well. So they've got four of the top seven. Yeah. That's pretty... I feel boring. like for an opener to be in there as well. Like... What are the top ten bowlers? Uh... Come back to me. While you look at that, I'll just finish off my little uh, stats for, for Trav. He's got the fourth highest all-time strike rate in the Ashes. Oh, wow. Um, only three above him is a bloke called Tate from the 1920s. Graham Swan. Yes, 84%. Swanee, 499 runs from 591 balls. Ah, not bad. Swanee went in at nine and just. He did, what did you take? Brownies? Just, uh, yeah, brownies. just but uh, he went in boundaries. and just went out swinging. Love it. Uh, and then number one, at a ridiculous 92.01. Is this nine runs from 10 balls? No, <laughs> no. It's it's only Adam Gilchrist. Ah, yeah. 1,083 runs from 1,177. Ah. We had yeah. one innings where he got like 150. Yeah. He's, he's utterly ridiculous. He's also got seven of the top 81 matches with the highest strike rate in history. Uh, right, yeah, so top, sorry, for his top bowling rankings, top 10. Ashwin first, Pat Cummings second, Rabada, Rabada. Second, Rabada third. Jimmy is fourth. Ollie Robinson's fifth. I can believe that. He's had statistically like the best yeah. start of a fast bowler he's, ever he's in not, test history. Enough, his, his stats is like the best start to a test career ever for a uh, pace bowler. It's ridiculous. Yeah. In terms of his average, it's mm. crazy good. Not really on Twitter though, is he? No. Yeah. Fun fact, Winston Thornton. Did you? And none of us were surprised when all those stories came out about his really? previous year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuart Broad. What yeah, major sportsman turns out to have gold <laughs> complex? I, for one. Yeah. Colour me surprised. surprised. Oh, you've got enough of a, that. Yeah, you're true. I'm not a professional. And I'm rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen you play cricket, to be fair. Uh, oh, terrible cricket. Guess 
which English batter is 65th in the world in the bowling rankings? Is it Joe Root off spinner? It, it is Joe Root. Yeah, it must be amazing. Joe Root, yeah. It's none of the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. He's could be Stokesy. No. 65th. I yeah, don't think he counts as a batter. Get a, get a little cutter in there every now he's and then. Uh, uh, seven places ahead of Josh Tunney. I wish he had. That feels wrong. He did do one. Uh, did do one over too many though. I think we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Real shame. Um. Alas. So yeah, Travis. Travis Head. You got any more stats on him? No, that's it. So he's just really good. You missed out a critical part about Travis Head. I thought we were gonna bring up. Is it his facial hair? Like this is cracking tash. It is a good tash. It yeah. It's strong. a very Australian tash. Australian tash. Would you ever tash like that if you were Australian? Proper. It does scream. Yeah. I'm an Aussie living in Clapham. <laughs> And I finished university <laughs> two years ago. And I haven't quite job. decided what I want to do yeah, in my yeah. life. And I'm wearing those Thailand, or was it, uh, East Asia trousers and some flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> on my Sunday hangover after yeah. <laughs> There he is. He hits the ball good. He hits the ball well. He hasn't started properly yet. So hopefully it doesn't. Right. So doesn't to round well. off predictions, what will the Ashes scoreline end? Uh, I think I reckon it's going to be four one. Yeah, I don't think we'll draw. I don't think we'll draw one. I think we'll win the over. I'm ends, yeah. I'm I'm three one or four one. And Smith will just. We we're definitely not winning more than one. I can't decide if we'll draw one just because well it's raining today, so it's made me think it's probably rainier than it is. But look, if there's ever a team prepared for rain, score a lot in a short amount of time, shorten the game. Yeah, true. We're currently lose yeah, quicker. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose Oz only need to draw one game and then they're they, 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 they retain yeah, they retain. No, there's no way we, yeah, we have to win the next three to win it back. Yeah. Yeah. Which hasn't happened since uh, 1927, actually. And only Australia done it not us. Yeah. Yeah, we have yeah, done so, it. Yeah. And we don't have Don Bradman. We yeah. we don't have Don Bradman. We do have Jerry. Yeah, Harry Brook. Harry Brook. <laughs> Harry just start hitting the ball good. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, we've got a four one, an optimistic rainy three one from me. Uh Optimistic, still lose, still get battered. We're gonna win it. We're gonna win it three two. What do you actually think? If you had to put money on it and everything was equal odds, what would you bet? I had to put money on it. Everything was equal odds. I would say three two England. We're gonna win the whole thing. For God's sake! If you you guys, if if the nations with a bit more belief, yeah, just got behind our lads. Bearstone's gonna come out and hit twin centuries. No, coming out the crease. That's the problem. Just stay in the crease. You know, stay in his crease and hit 20. He doesn't need to come out and he needs to stay in. He can do whatever he wants to and he's just hammered it before again. He is hit the ball he's back so up. hard. He's back up in he Yorkshire with the rest with his with his people. <laughs> with his he went to my, uh, in my head I, I just pictured hobbits immediately. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> just massive being your hobbits. Really small, yeah. <laughs> I think that's more about you than it is about him. Best lesson hit to come to twin centuries. Uh we seen root to fire and Smith well, Root was firing until we decided to And Labuschagne and Kawaja um, and yeah. Ed. Yeah. And then David Warner will get 150. David Warner, he's he's playing he's, annoyingly okay. He's seen, oh. also a terrible player. He's also a cheat. He's, didn't, um, he lead, didn't he lead the cheating? He yeah. was part of the leadership committee along with Steve Smith, who was captain. Smith and who's the third? The bowl, who's the bowler they sold out? Who was yeah, actually bowling at the time? The young Cam Green? Yeah. I think it sounds. Well, maybe it was. Not see a I can't remember. Doesn't matter. He's the, the, the bowler who was actually born on time, who got massively sold out by Steve Smith and Dave Warner. Yeah. But hey, 
But hey, they're good at cricket, it turns out. So okay. yeah, get get Broadie in against Warner. He's got his number. Just you know, just put Woodworm in Steve Smith's back, <laughs> <laughs> or just you know, put like a bit. He's got, got nine others. Just maybe back, put some more weight. He'll in know as well. You do anything with it, he'll know. Or just uh, so, so, so someone someone's tape. Someone's carved their initials into the bottom of his back. <laughs> Someone, uh, yeah, maybe just poison his dairy milk or something. Just the, but you have, to, you have to pick the correct square. So yeah, oh, that has it. one square of dairy milk. You know he's going to cut the bar in half and pick a random middle square, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. I would too, if I was him. You know, you'll get Spurs, like, was it 2006, whatever it was, when they were about to go above Arsenal in the league, and then they got, everyone got food poisoned on the top. Oh, right. The night before oh, the final day of the season. There was oh, a famous NBA game right. when that happened. <laughs> Well, the, the infamous flu game. Flu game? No, the hangover game. Well, the poison pizza game. Yeah. Well, we can't, our lawyers have instructed us uh, not to accuse anyone of yeah. the poison pizza game. If we can't but Detroit, it. you sent a poison pizza to MJ. Was it Detroit? 100%. They knew. They knew. Sounds like a Detroit thing to do. That was good. You guys yeah. have made cricket palatable. I was about to say, for the Ashes. But alas, I don't think we're going to win it, but maybe we'll win one or two. Yeah. That'd be nice. As long as it's not 5 0, I think. Let's just not yeah. lose the next one. No, I, At least you know delay what? it a little bit. Not to sound too ignorant, but you know, it's been it's just been nice to be able to like support a national team. They're actually going for it. Where you're going for it and where like we've got a chance of doing well. Kind as of, opposed to as opposed to like yeah, the the, the football where we've only made yeah. semi-finals no, and finals. No, but again, but then that's we we've got a chance of doing well, but we're also playing in a relatively uninspired manner. Correct. Where this is a kind of combination of both. It's not like the early 2000s or early 2010s when like, yeah. we losing to like Croatian. Like, what's going on? Yeah. A solid footballing nation, for the record. But yeah, also struggling against lesser teams. This is a good team, playing good stuff. Entertaining. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Positive. Yeah. And hopefully we'll win one. Hopefully we'll win one. Yeah. Good starting. Yeah, good work. Good starting, good work, everyone. Good to be back. Great final prediction. Who will be end up with the best batting and best bowling figures across both teams? Um, bowling would be Mitchell Stark. I think he's been a bit unlucky at the moment. Um, batting, it's hard to rule out Smith and Lamar Shagney, but Kawhi's on 300 and is ahead of everyone so far. I, I, still, I reckon Rook is still squeezing that. He has three or four big innings. I'm going to go Smith and Broad. Smith and Broad. Broad. I actually think. I actually really like Pat Cummings as a bowler. I think he's really he's good. He, he, he doesn't. Bloody he's good not, looking bloke as well. Oh, he's very, yeah, very irritating. And apparently very into right. social issues. Such a good bloke. Good on you, Pat. But also, you know, he could have, could have withdrawn the appeal. Just saying. Um, he's just quite a smart bowler. Just bowls in like yeah. the yeah. right areas. He's not with like hammer of tail end, but you know. Is that is that cricket? Tail yeah, you got enough yeah, cricket yeah. words in there. Yeah, good. Good, well, let's do a fend off there, Night Watchman style. Like Jason uh, Gillespie in the 2005 matches, am I right? You're an idiot. You ruined it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Welcome, <laughs> Casper Bitch. Idiot.